Hi, everyone. This is the Bad Girl's Guide to Love with Dr. Ayo. I'm your host, Dr. Ayo Gathing. I'm a board-certified psychiatrist, best-selling author, and a health and relationship expert. I am here to liberate you from your boring-ass love life. Lose the good girl and unleash your inner bad girl to finally find love and get the relationship you deserve. Hello, bad girls. Welcome to the Bad Girls Guide to Love with Dr. Ayo. I'm here with another episode, a really fun one. So I'm glad you are here with me today. So in my experience as a dating coach and even as a psychiatrist doing therapy and some work with couples, there's a topic that comes up all of the time and it's chemistry and physical attractiveness. So when you imagine or think of your ideal mate, what sort of qualities or characteristics do you generally want them to have? You know, is it funny? Is it smart? Is it personable? Or maybe cultured, kind, family-oriented? I mean, there's a million things that can be important to you or that you could want in your mate. And those were all things that I hoped my partner would be. I wanted him to be really funny and smart. And, you know, I like having friends and, you know, I like being an extrovert. So I wanted him to be personable and family is really important to me. So I really wanted that to be something that was important to him. But another thing that comes up and, you know, like I said, is attractiveness. And of course, because I'm 5'9", I always wanted my husband to be super tall, <laughs> you know, like scout, skying, you know, and just hovering over me and or at least just be taller than me in heels. But anyway, I digress, ladies. You get it. But when I tried to figure out which trait was the most important to me, it was so hard for me to say good looking first because I didn't want to be with a gorgeous idiot or like a super hot guy who was thoughtless. And the funny thing is research actually shows that people rank, you know, many more traits as more important than good looks than good looks when you ask them. You know, usually humor kind of tops the list, intelligence, kindness and understanding. Um, some things that are more, um, you know, compatibility things, but do we really lead with these? You know, are these really the basis of our real life dating and mating decisions? And, you know, it, it just depends. So I often perform coaching um, for women who are dating online and helping them. I help them build, you know, their profiles and manage their expectations, broaden their expectations a lot of times. Um, is what we're doing, broadening their minds and, you know, just their thinking when it comes to the dating pool. But one thing that continues to rear its head when discussing potential mates is that hotness factor. You know, do I ignore guys who I don't think are attractive at all? Or should I even waste my time with someone shorter than me or my height requirement? And scanning through profiles, you know, with them rarely brings up discussions of humor and kindness or even intelligence, which leads to the de facto physical attraction leading the way, especially with some of these apps nowadays like Tinder or, you know, others that don't even really give you much information about a person 
or have the person give you, um, you know, kind of some of their thoughts and, and giving you facts about them. So it's obvious that physical attractiveness is important, right? These date nights wouldn't exist if, you know, half of the thing we looked at wasn't, you know, what do they look at? What do they look like? So it's so important that we're biologically drawn to those people that are good looking. It's scientific, you know, physical attraction. It's been equated to health, you know, positivity and even reproductive ability. Like, you know, they've done studies where people feel that people who are more attractive are better able to reproduce or more likely to reproduce. Um, And we just can't help but pursue relationships with those that are attractive to us. We are literally attracted like magnets to those people we consider physically appealing. And not only that, a pleasing appearance starts to cloud our judgment on other things like humor and intelligence and all that stuff that we talked about. So we literally expect these hotties to be better people. And so they are. It's kind of a self-fulfilling prophecy. We think they're funnier. We think they're more intelligent because we're biologically driven um, towards these people. But when you look back, and in retrospect, I know in my life, I've definitely let some very attractive guys slip through the cracks on other things that were important to me. So, you know, they they had a slight advantage, only for me to look back and, and think, wait a minute, he wasn't even that interesting at all, and or he wasn't that funny at all, or he wasn't really all that entertaining. You know, he was just hot. And so the hotness factor kind of clouded my vision in the moment and while we were dating on how cool he was and how positive he was and and how much I liked him, you know, and, and, you know, however, we don't necessarily want our partner to be too attractive. (laughs) And, you know, that scene is like us being greedy or just too much to ask for, or like something might be wrong with that person. If they want us, we want our mate to be just attractive enough to entice us, to captivate us, to interest us. You know, we don't all need Leonardo DiCaprio or Idris Elba. You know, we just want someone that makes us smile and giggle a little when we look his way, or at least someone that's as attractive as we think we are. Yes, don't lie. We all do it. We rate ourselves on some imaginary scale and then refuse to settle for less or maybe not too much less on this imaginary scale. So someone might say, okay, I'm a seven. So I'm not going to take someone I consider less than a six, you know, and then that six or five or whatever better have a great personality, you know? So we have all these qualifiers of if this, then this. And a lot of times they're based on physical attraction. So, you know, if someone is super hot and tall, you know, then it's like, okay, They don't have to be as funny or as intelligent, you know, and that's the biologically, um, biologic drive in us, you know, and, and we're attracted, there's appeal and all of this is chemical, you know, there's endorphins, there's catecholamines, you know, your heart literally skips a beat and just beats faster, you know, when you're around someone you consider attractive. And that's why I tell a lot of people to go to the gym on their dates with people, you know, because you're seeing them work out, you're, you're getting your um, endorphins up. And so it, it really does help how you see someone and how attracted you are to someone. But again, I digress. But 
for all of you that think this physical attractive stuff is baloney, there is more because I have a lot of women who are like, oh no, I don't care about looks. Looks are not important to me. I could date anyone depending on their personality and these all uh, these other traits or, you know, if we're compatible. And you know, some of that is, you know, is true, that looks are not everything. And again, science tells us that the longer we know each other, the less important physical attractiveness becomes, you know? So in the beginning, it's so important. That's all you're thinking about. And that's because we're in the attraction phase, the, you know, appeal phase, the chemical phase. But the longer you go and the longer you get into a relationship and especially long term, you start to weigh in those other factors, those other traits over time. And that's why I did a Facebook live once on why men cheat on beautiful women. It's because, yeah, at first you're hot, you're beautiful. They can't believe, you know, she's with me. And then by the end, it's like, oh, that's my old slice of bread. You know, that's my loaf of bread. She, she, I, <laughs> what other traits does she have? What else does she bring to the table? How is our relationship working? Is it inspiring me? Is it pleasing? me? And that's, the same for women, men who are hotter or more attractive in the beginning of the relationship, it's hot, but you know, down the line, we're like, what have you done for me lately? You know, are you making me feel secure? Are you making me feel safe? You know, are you, do you want a family? You know, are you really funny? <laughs> you know, some of these things after the hotness factor dies down, our other things, you know, start to come forward, um, especially things like family values and, and what we want. So. Once other things begin to outweigh the physical attraction, you know, you do start to see that person as a companion and, you know, if it's secure and those things can definitely outweigh the hotness factor. And so, you know, over time, your dating preferences and dating style changes. Like, have you ever noticed that a guy that you would never have considered a possibility in your 20s started to look real good to you in your 30s? I, I know it's not just me. It's happened to you. Exactly. It happens because we start to learn that this hotness factor, you know, is not all it's cracked up to be. And it really is great for physical and chemistry and connection. But over time, it's not what makes a long-term relationship healthy. And so the more we start to strive for a long-term relationship, the more that's our goal, the more we can kind of get past this physical attraction phase and get past how biologically driven we are to a person and our smarts and our brains and our psychological um, smartness or IQ and our emotional IQ starts to tell us, don't make this mistake again. Really start to look at these other qualities that are going to be important to you over time. So um, just because you consider them um, you know, attractive in the beginning doesn't mean they're going to be a good mate for you. And we learn that more over time, you know, and we, and it depends on when you, what you're looking for. Cause you might be in your forties or fifties and post-divorce, or maybe you marriage isn't important to you. Long-term companionship isn't important to you. So you're still letting that physical attraction and spark and chemistry rule your decisions. And that's perfectly fine. But just because you consider a person or are even interested in the idea of dating them because these other factors become important does not mean that you'll actually go for it. Because at the end of the day, sexual chemistry and attraction 
does matter. Appeal matters. But again, it's just enough. And that, my friends, is the border of where things get interesting. Just how attractive or hot does he need to be? And I say, you'll never know unless you go for it or you see it or you feel it. So you have to go out. You got to have that coffee, have that park date and see if you get those tingles. See if there is a spark and see if he is just attractive enough. (laughs) That's been our episode of Bad Girls Guide to Love with Dr. Io. Thanks for being here with me today. Don't forget to subscribe and review so you don't miss any of our fun topics, any of my fun podcasts. Review, tell how great you think I am, or if you want me to improve on something, do that too. So thanks. See you next time. Until then, be bad. That's this week's episode of Bad Girl's Guide to Love with Dr. Io. Thanks for listening. If you have enjoyed this podcast, I'd love for you to subscribe, rate, and give me a review on iTunes. For more material and content, you can find me under IOGathingMD on Instagram and Twitter, or head over to my website, www.iogathingmd.com. Don't forget to join me next week for another episode. Until then, be bad.